airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. There's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, welcome to your Friday, America. It is mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A Activism Friday. Hopefully you have engaged in a little bit of Chick-fil-A Activism today. We did partake. If you want to see a couple photos, you can go to our Aaron the Addison's page. Mm. You can see our superhero. Um, he's a fry guy. And... Um, <laughs> But you you won't be able to tell which one of our kids it is because of his secret identity. Like you just <laughs> right. no no <laughs> yeah. no don't laugh. He you can't tell who he is. <laughs> Whenever you have a mass crusader, mm-hmm. you never ever can tell who they are. Yeah, I mean even if it's just one little eye strip, you don't know who they are. So yeah, anyway, true. if you want right. to see a little bit of our <laughs> a little bit of our Chick Fil activism for today, you can um, you can check that out. Um, by going to Aaron the Addison's. Hey, uh, Will the Great, you know, I always feel, well, okay, let's let's strive for truth. I was going to say, I always feel bad that you don't get to engage in shameful activism with us. <laughs> but let's but just don't. be honest. Well, <laughs> the thing is that it's not, I don't always feel bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Not always. So, right, right. Let's, let's try mm-hmm. to strive for accuracy when we communicate. I don't sure. always feel bad. There are times... That I go, oh, man, you know, Will is really missing out on this. And <laughs> and then I realize, you know, if he were here, though, he'd probably be just getting a salad. So, eh. <laughs> so hey. he's OK. He's fine. He's still, still per- participating, participating yeah, in, yeah, in Chick-fil-A no. activism. If I get it's a salad, if, you know, they have chicken salad. No, or... That's yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. Chick-fil-A activism is what you make it. And so, yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. You can do that. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Don't hate on um, me. But no, I'm not. I mean, I'm not hating on you um, directly. <laughs> May, maybe it's called sideways. Um, just just taking a sideways little <laughs> right, jab at right, you. Right, right, uh, Anyways, welcome to your Friday. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B is over in Studio CC. It's Friday. We call this our gumbo show, which means everything good goes into the pot. Um, there's some things people try to sneak up and, and put in the pot. Yeah. And uh, we slap it out of your hand. All right. So we're not going to have any of that. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Stay clear of that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't slap anything out of anybody's yeah, hands, you know. Yeah. Um, at some point, I'm going to be able to just joke without saying that I'm just joking. Mm. Right? No? Yeah. No. I think you, you should, don't... but you, you okay. know, I don't know if okay. you will allow yourself to do that. No, because I'm I'm so aware. You remember you told me, so so for background's sake, right, this is Friday. We do a little bit of a lighter show on Friday. So background's sake, uh, Will the Great is the reason that I'm in radio, right? It's It's at your suggestion that I started doing radio um, 12 years ago. And um, and and so, but I, I was very, very reluctant. But anyway, I've been doing radio now for 12 years, mm-hmm. right? And over the years, I have learned that there's not really very many safe statements that you can make <laughs> because <laughs> there's always going to be someone who misunderstands or Mm -hmm. you catch them on a bad day and you can offend them. And so over the years I have learned to give so many like qualifiers and disclaimers and just trying to, you know, and so 
you and I didn't always do radio together, but we started doing radio together in mm-hmm. 2013. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were shocked by the number of disclaimers that I give. You're like, whoa. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, at some point you got to be like, well, look, y'all, this is how, how I am. This is what I say. So, boom. Like, yeah. you know. But I, that that never comes about, though. You always give the disclaimer. I have to. I just it's just after. So up until that point, you know, I was doing radio six years and then you and I started doing it together. But um, I was already, you know, I get let me tell you, let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. And, and I won't I won't be very, very specific, but I'll, I'll give you an example. This was one of the like I, I was shocked by this. And and so just to give you kind of an idea of how careful you have to be. Mm-hmm. So um, back in the day when I was hosting middays. Um, I used to do a recipe club. I mm-hmm, called it Miki's mm-hmm. Elite Recipe Club. Yes. And it was really, really neat. I enjoyed it so much. It Our kids fun. were little. We only had the big it. three. Right. Oh, of, of course. Because <laughs> each week you were guaranteed to get a brand guaranteed. new Guaranteed. It was going to be something meal. that we... <laughs> yes. So, so the idea behind Miki's Elite Recipe Club was that our listeners all across the country would submit their recipes to me. And I would comb through those recipes and each week I would choose a new one. Mm -hmm. And if I chose your recipe, I would send you a thank you in the mail. Mm -hmm. But the deal was I would prepare it on Thursday and then on Friday I would talk openly and honestly about the meal. Yes. What we liked. So much fun. What we what we didn't like, <laughs> whether or not the instructions were clear, did I have to tweak it? Did that work the way you said, or did I right, have to do so, right. so all of that? And it was great. There were so many people, and I don't want to out any of the men who listen, but there were so many people who used to enjoy hearing about yeah, the recipes. Yeah, it became a <laughs> thing, man. It was it including was husbands who were like, "Yeah, I need that recipe for my wife." <laughs> right? Like I'd get the emails. I want to get this one to my wife. You know. Um, <laughs> But anyway, it was so much fun, wasn't it, Will the Great? Yeah, I mean, we just was. we had a blast with it because it was fun to kind of comb through the recipes and um and then I think it was fun for our listeners because they heard us talking about the recipes. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, anyways, you would not think that doing something like that would be offensive, but I got an email from a listener who said that I really needed to consider that people are at different places in their life, you mm-hmm. know, economically and maybe it is you know, it's it's offensive to them to hear me talking about these recipes and and reviewing them. And um, and I was I like I was like, oh, my goodness. And so I, I replied to this individual, man, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I you know, I it didn't even cross my mind right. that it might be causing someone pain right. to hear me review recipes. Right. And right. and then her reply to me was, you know what? I was having a rough day that day mm. and, and I'm sorry that I, I kind of lashed out at you, but you know, I, I really was, it's not your fault. I was having a rough day, but here's the deal though. In, and that's one example where you think you never know what people are thinking or feeling that day. Now I know that I can't, I can't anticipate all of that. Right. Right. Like right. there's no way you're going to be able to anticipate that, but because I am, I am a joker, right? I do. I love to laugh and, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm kind of like, ready yeah. for the comeback kind of yeah. a thing. I have to be careful because not everybody understands that. And uh, and we do talk about serious topics. So yeah. if you mix those things together, people don't know which Mickey they're getting, right? That's true. But I think people will, will get to learn you, you know, and then you I can so. fall back on some of the disclaimers and be like, hey, y'all know me. Y'all <laughs> <Fall> know <back>. me. <laughs> fall back yeah. on some of the disclaimers. Yeah. I carry my disclaimers around in a backpack and I just reach back yeah. and grab them. And then go. I say, hey, here, guys, look, that was I was just joking about that. All right. Um, so it's Chick-fil-A Activism Friday and um, we are excited. We have already participated. Um, Nathaniel, our kid who is five, we've mentioned yeah. Nathaniel before. He's kind of developing a little bit differently than mm-hmm. our other kids. And um 
you know, it's always exciting when there's uh, little milestones that you see that you kind of would take for granted in other kids. But, you know, when you have a kid who has some intellectual delays, you kind of like, you know. And so he has come to identify when I say it's Friday, he says it's Chick-fil-A activism Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, what's I up? love it. I love it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> that's <laughs> like, funny. this is I mean, you know, and so it's just another way that I feel like you got to just train up your kids. <clears throat> <laughs> the way that they should go so that when they're old, they won't eat Popeyes. Wait, what? <laughs> hey, no. we like Popeyes. Now, come on, man. Popeyes is good. We grew up I on like, Popeyes. Okay, listen. Be that as it may. Yeah, you can't okay. hit on Popeyes. No, I can. Oh, I can. <laughs> oh, give I mean, me a second. Man, from, being from New Orleans, that's what we had. Popeyes was it. That was the chicken place. I mean, you had other places, but that was the main, you know. Okay. You can't hit on Popeyes. Here's the problem with what you just said. Okay. (laughs) Popeye's was all right with me until Popeye's stepped into the ring against (laughs) Chick-fil-A. You ever been there before? You ever like, you know, this, oh, I love this. And then, and then they like contend with, no, don't, don't do that. So, so Popeye's was okay with me. Like, I don't, I actually don't really have, if I could just say, I don't really have any beef. See what I did there? (laughs) Right. With Popeye's. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Nobody has any beef with Popeyes. Okay, Popeyes anyway, don't have I any don't, beef. Popeye, right? Exactly. Hopefully. So I don't have any. I don't have. A, I don't. I don't have any Stop. beef with Popeyes. Okay, all right. I don't have any beef with Popeyes, but Popeyes stepped into the ring with Chick Fil A, and so now I'm concerned about their safety. <laughs> right. Really? So I, okay. I I comment on Popeyes out of love and concern for their safety because you cannot come against the people of God. I'm sorry. Wait, what? Chick-fil-A? <laughs> <Come laughs> Is that too much? Man. Too far? I mean, Did I go on, too man. far? I'm just saying. Come on, man. I'm just saying. You cannot. You cannot. <laughs> People are like, and this is one of our listeners um, contacted us and, and said that they tried to get somebody to listen to our show. And they were like, all they do is talk about Chick-fil-A. It must have been a Friday. <laughs> it was a Friday. It had to be a must Friday. must have been a Friday. I mean, it had, it had to, to be, be a, Friday. a Friday. Yeah. You know, we because anybody who listens all throughout the week, they mm-hmm. are so grateful to get to Friday because they're like, dude, they're intense. Like, really? Like, <laughs> man. <laughs> Monday to Thursday, they're intense, Remember, we right? should do that. We had the Gumbo Friday. We still do Gumbo Friday. That's what we call it. But yeah. on Urban, you know, when if we got into People some topics that were serious, yeah. they'd be like, man, where's the Gumbo? No. They would say, what, what are you doing? <laughs> this is not a Gumbo show. So. It is a thing, you know, we try to yeah. give a little uh, relief to people so they can, you know, kind of catch Laugh. their breath, man. That's right. And, Just, and speaking of right. gumbo, it's about that time. So I, we it's should gumbo be, weather. We, yeah, we should be having some uh, It's pretty soon, right? Pretty soon. It's it's gumbo weather. Okay. I, I made a gumbo or I, I made gumbo for one of our fall share-a-thons. And, um, and, and it's one of those moments when you make a gumbo for a large group of people. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of prayer that goes into that because <laughs> you don't want to miss it. You could have an off day. You ever cook something? You know, mm. people, you, if you cook, you ever, you know, you have an off day where you're like, man, this is the day that I needed to be on point because it's for <laughs> like a lot of people who have never had it before, you mm. know. And so by God's grace, it was on point. It, yes. was, it was one of those days where it was, you know, um, now the rice was not. I messed up the rice, but. Oh, really? OK. I don't well, I mean, it was a little bit overcooked at the bottom. People weren't worried about that. No, in fact, one of our volunteers said, always include that. Um, she, she was like, in Hispanic culture, we like that. Like, don't take that out. I was uh-huh. like, oh, I tried to, tried to scrape that off. You know, so it wasn't included. No, leave that. Anyway, here's, here's, a, here's a Chick-fil-A story for you. Okay. Um, as you listen, you may say, where is Chick-fil-A in this story? 
Um, they're not mentioned, <laughs> but so how is it about? I feel okay. I feel like it's a sideways dig at Chick Fil A. So that's what makes this a Chick Fil A story. Okay. Deshaun Watson, who is he? Will who's the quarterback Watson? for the Houston Texans? All right, what's he doing in he's life? He's a professed like, Christian he... too. So it's funny. That, oh, really? Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you about okay, to brother. you about to try to like? <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you said <laughs> he's a brother, the household <laughs> okay. of faith. I oh, mean, man. far as I know, oh, far as I know, you know, he's a Christian. <gasps> Man, okay, that makes this so much more difficult. Okay. (laughs) Oh, man. Are you sure? Like, I mean, is he he, he a brother, brother? I mean, as far as I know. I mean, I don't know him, know him, but he professed to be a Christian from what I've seen. Can he get? Can he give a clear presentation of the gospel? I don't know. Is he that kind of brother? (laughs) All right. Well, okay. Proceed with your story. I'm going to have to rethink my punchline here because... Oh. Come on, man. We going All right, here we go. Deshaun <laughs> Watson says that Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich healed his eye. Mm. Hey. No. Oh, okay. No. Look, Sherry Beast, he's a true believer. Okay, Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then that story's over. Go to break. Um, we're done. No. Then, you know, praise God, then it's a miracle. Okay. Yay. Where's the What were you going to say? Yay. I was just going to share the story and then mock him openly. <laughs> <laughs> that's it as easy well, and as innocuous still mock as him that openly. you can say man you should have been giving glory to God not to um well you know, um a Popeye sandwich yeah here's the story <laughs> yeah Here, here's the story Deshaun Watson was asked about his eye injury mm-hmm. and um he kind of with a with a he was joking yeah. but he gave credit to eating a lot of um, Popeye's spicy chicken sandwiches and saying that those spicy chicken sandwiches healed his eye. I... <laughs> and for that, let us all be eternally grateful. Okay, whatever. Next so, story. So how Chick-fil-A was going to enter into this? Well, they weren't. I mean, just to say, you know, I don't believe him. Okay. And so that Popeye's sandwiches don't have the power to do that. <laughs> how do you Chick-fil-A? know? Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A sandwiches... <laughs> On the other hand, uh, mm-hmm. you would have believed that story then. I would have. I mean, I would. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I'm not. Look, I'm not trying to go back to before the, the Reformation where, you know, they're <laughs> selling all kinds of relics and things. But I'm just saying, if, if somebody told me that a Chick-fil-A sandwich healed them, I'm like, you know what? Y'all package it up. <laughs> Stop. Anyways, no, that's OK. That's that's a funny story. I think he was joking. But, you know, Popeye's has their sandwiches back in stock. They're back. So the war continues, or does it not? No, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's so. It's not really a war. Yeah, I don't think so. It's because Chick Fil A wins hands down. Momentum okay. is gone. I think so. I, in which, <laughs> okay, Popeyes is good too. All right, let's grab the break. Aaron the Addisons, American Family Radio. It's Friday. We do a lighter show. Laugh our way into the weekend. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Aaron the Addison. It's the Friday edition of Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Yay, we made it to our Friday, guys. Praise mm-hmm. the Lord. We made and I mean it. that sincerely. We made it to our Friday. Uh, I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Whosoever South with Got What I Need. There you go. Whosoever South. We got some questions about Whosoever South. People were like, well, who was that? You know, they're trying to look look them up. That's yeah. Whosoever South. Like that's em. your your mashup of rap and country. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Your mashup of rap and country. I want to say um, an apology to our brother, Larry, who probably is our cousin because his last name is pretty black. Um, it's Williams. <laughs> so, so, I mean, you might be a cousin. Okay, it's you just might be. But I just, I just want to say, say, an, you know, an apology um, to our brother Larry because. Uh, we posted our Chick-fil-A activism post under the Aaron the Addison's page. And uh, and he said, you make it really tough on us, on our folks, the folks that don't have a Chick-fil-A nearby. Mm. Right. And he's in Illinois. And so I was like, man, that's so true. Because, you know, like if you to taste Chick-fil-A is to love it. And so then if you see these regular posts and you don't have one where you can just jump in your vehicle or bike over, you know, it's really hard. Right. And so I, I was thinking about this after I saw that post. And I was like, man, you know. <laughs> What can we do know, man. to help Larry? So I have an idea What's and that? just somebody's going to have to run with it because I don't have time to execute it. OK, I don't have time. <laughs> but I was thinking that we should start sort of like a system where we make like a regular collection for all of the saints that don't live near a Chick-fil-A. Mm. Mm. And then we send someone with that Chick-fil-A to distribute to each as he has need. <laughs> wow. I was thinking we could call it. Well, I I think we could call it like the Epaphroditus campaign. Ah, like where you know we send, yeah, Yeah, no, right? I like it. And I mean, and and now with better conditions, you know, this person who would be like the the person, you know, they would be, you know, in better health, and we wouldn't have to be concerned and and all of that. And so, really, it's just you know, you'd need someone who would oversee it. You know, kind of like an apostle, just someone who would make sure that everything was done well, and uh, who would problem finding that. Because you said kind of like an apostle, okay, like, right. like just someone. Okay. Who, well, <laughs> what I mean is just someone who would oversee it. Yeah, and overseer. then you know take accurate inventory because what you don't want this is what you don't want happening, mm-hmm. right? So within this campaign that we would call the Epaphroditus campaign, uh-huh. what you don't want is you don't want someone like taking waffle fries en route to the mm, next drop off. You know it would happen. It would be okay. the great temptation there, which is why I wouldn't volunteer to be. I mean, look if you if you're if you're going to Chick Fil A. And you're bringing food home from your oh, family. Man. How many of you guys man. have never gotten a bag and I'm, like start oh, eating the fries look, or something? Look, Come on, man. Me, okay. It's going to happen. Let me tell you. This is this. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. So so here's the thing. I'm 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 very comfortable with admitting that in some in some ways I'm a hypocrite. Mm. All right. Let me let me say this. Okay. All right. And, and so. That's why we always have to understand that when we say we're a Christian, we're not like professing ourselves to be the elite. When we say we're a Christian, we're actually declaring publicly that we're scum and we know it. And we're and we're like, but Jesus has justified us. Right. That's what you mean when you say you're a Christian. Just know that it creates a whole lot of humility mm-hmm. inside. So anyway, um, when it comes to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I have been known to be a bit of a hypocrite. OK, because what I do is like, you know, you pick up the Chick-fil-A and whoever's riding shotgun is you. Chick-fil-A stuff to the max. Okay, you know, you guys know that you do that. Okay, so they stuff the bags to the max. And mm-hmm. so the fries are right there. And so what I usually say um, to the person riding shotgun is if you're going to eat fries, uh-huh. make sure you eat out of your box. 
Yeah. That, That's that what you is say? your box. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and then so what then, happens? Well, I'm just saying, so when we get home, uh-huh. you know, don't go looking for the box that is the fullest because you've already been eating out of a box. Now, um, <laughs> I okay. say that mm-hmm. to the children. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those situations where it doesn't, it doesn't apply to me. Okay. Right? So, what, what, so you're saying that hmm. if you are in the vehicle and, yeah. you, and no one's alone. Riding, yeah, alone and mm-hmm. you getting Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. And you eat out of a certain box of fries. <laughs> Once you get home, you 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 mm-hmm. go for the full box. You you like. <laughs> Why did you feel like you needed to restate that? <laughs> I'm just like, asking. You really didn't I'm understand the question. I did mean, you really is not, that what you're you saying like, here? I mean, so it I don't apply like to you that you just, go to the box. I kind of feel that, like that's uh, what I just said. That's kind of empty. Wow. It doesn't. Well, no. I do the same thing. Th- oh. <laughs> I do the same thing. Oh, well, I mean, come on, man. Like, that. look, look. I need, let me tell you something. I need the perfect it's balance stealing when I actually and then I pay sit for down. It. No, we, no, it's ours. <laughs> it is ours. Mariah asked me a question the other day, and I was trying, I was struggling to find the answer for her. Not. But she asked me a question, because I'm constantly on them about cleaning the room. Mm-hmm. And so she said to me, she was like, Mom, I just have a question. And she was like, and I want this to come out the right way, which is always a good way to start. Yeah, you know, yeah. she goes, I want this to come out the right way. She said, you know, you're always asking, you know, you guys, please pick up your room and everything. And she said, and I understand sometimes, you know, it can get really bad. I mean, it can get really bad, guys, really bad. Right. Mm-hmm. And 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 so she said, she said, but you say that it's our room. And, and then she paused for a second. She's like, but I'm just... Like, why do you care if our room is mm. messy? Mm. That's what she said, right? She's like, why does it matter to you? So she thinks she owned that room. Right. And let me tell you, and this is what I said, and I kind of mimicked her cadence because I wanted to make, I wanted the perfect delivery. I said, because it's our house. It's not your house. Your room is on loan to you in our house. And then I said, so keep it clean. (laughs) (laughs) Don't play around with me, kid. But the problem is I wouldn't have ever fixed my mouth to uh, to, no matter how nice I could have said it. (laughs) it I struggle with it. It would not have come across like No. You know, it would have been like like that like that Daffy Duck um meme. When the lips get smacked off. Yeah, picking up his beak off the floor. That would have been me. It's a different time. I don't know how we get the toothpaste back into the tube, but it's just a different type of kid. I'm going to tell you what I think it is. I think it's too much communication. Mm -hmm. Like it's too much ongoing communication where there is a there is a perceived level of um, a type of equality that you struggle with because you're going, no, I want you to communicate. I want you to be able to express yourself. Right. But like I'm with you, Will. Like I would have never been like. So, mom, you know, why do you ask me? I, that's it. That's that's all I would have gotten. It would have automatically been taken in a way that you're trying to be smart, huh? You're, you're trying you're being to be disrespectful. You're trying, you're being, yeah. yeah. It, it even if I would have had the disclaimer in the beginning. Hey, I'm just trying so. To, let me know. ask you this then, yeah. Will the Great. How would you have handled that? What would you have said? What would you have done differently? I wouldn't. You know me. I probably wouldn't have used a lot of words. It's not your room. That's probably all I. It's not your. It's not your room. You know, like you, you making it sound like you believe this. This is your room. Like, and you know what? That's why they don't like asking you. <laughs> I mean, because they they say you're just to the point. That's no, what they say. They're I like, mean, you know, Daddy is just gonna just tell us straight. And and I'm like, man, maybe I need to do that more. 
Maybe I just need to say no without any dot, dot, dots. Right. Uh, Look, you don't owe him an explanation all the time. But I want to say my friend Isaac out in in Birmingham, Mm -hmm. he said that three Popeyes sold out in the first week back uh, in in Birmingham, unfortunately, hasn't lost momentum here yet. My question to Isaac is, how do you know that? Like, you've been to those Popeyes? Trader. (laughs) Trader. Trader. You know, I mean, you've been trying to get you a sandwich, bro. Are you trying to get a sandwich? Like, okay. how do you know well, they're I mean, sold you know, out? Cool. Like, what? That's cool. Go, go, confession is really good for the yeah, soul. It's, Just it's tell us how good. you know, Isaac. Right. Tell us. Anyways, um, so here's something else in the in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the first ever Black Voices for Trump mm. rally that is happening today in I was Atlanta. In some fact, of that. Yeah. me too. Me too. And this radio show got in the way of it. <laughs> yeah, when I when we came in, uh, Vice President Pence was up. So I guess yeah. President Trump is speaking now, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because he's scheduled to speak at 3, which is 3 Eastern. So that's 2 Central. Ah, so it's happening right now. Okay, well. I could have suddenly got a cold and not been able to do the show. I see we have some friends there, you know, people on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. You probably no, could have went is- if you wanted to. Well, I think so, um, but I think I needed to know about it before yesterday. Yeah, I didn't know either. I didn't. I was unaware that this was happening. This is a really, really good thing. You know, I think that what this country is going to see increasingly is that when people are presented with the issues that that they're going to be losing a lot of what they thought was automatic Mm. support. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and and I guess I'm referring to liberals here just to say it succinctly. Liberals are going to be upset. Um, I was I was watching some of the Facebook live video yeah. of this. This it's it's a black Trump rally. Yeah. And they had a lot of people there, man. I mean, that oh, yeah, they had packed to turn out. people away. Yeah. And they had to, there's there's one of our friends who was uh, doing a Facebook live mm-hmm. and he said people had to be turned away. And you heard the, the man making an announcement. Um, for everyone to take their seats and move in, and then we can have standing room along the walls. That's what he's saying from the microphone yeah. up, up at the podium. Yeah. And um, and I think this is just incredible. I mean, you know, look, and, and, and I want to say this, too, because I think there's so much conversation around what Republicans need to do and, and how do Republicans gain black support and things like that. And mm-hmm. I think that this question has only been taken seriously in the Trump era. Mm. And I think it's because President Trump dared to do something yeah. that no Republican administration had that done before remember. him. I can't remember and nor have I really read about. Um, but that is to take the black vote seriously. And he went head on. Like, it, he, yep. Like he what do you it, have to lose? Like, what do you have to lose? Like he you never I've never heard any candidate say that. No. To, you know. So I was like, man, that that shows you that. Look, I'm serious. Like, no. you know, so if you if you ride with me and, and see, mm-hmm. you know, let's see what happens. But what do you yeah. have to lose? And I think yeah. that was a bold statement. And it, and, it, and it worked. And you see now there was a lot that he's done. So it was it was a bold statement. And I think even some of the questions um, were even bolder questions. You know, what is it that the Democrat Party has done for you? Yeah. I mean, President Trump was asking this before he the popularity of Candace Owens. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he, <laughs> he was, he was asking on. this this question. And I want to say something, too, because it's sometimes in the conversation about <clears throat> um, politics and how we vote. And mm-hmm. and I've tried to encourage Christians, especially those who have felt like the sting of, well, you voted this way. And then there are people who accuse you of this, i.e. being a racist or mm. being a misogynist or, you know, they say that you're crude because you would vote this way mm. and, and all of these things. There was a very simple response for people to have, especially Christians. Now, I don't know because there there are conservatives who are not Christian. People need to understand. That. Right. And I'm not going to turn this show into a Monday, but I, I have some <laughs> thoughts. OK, Get that gumbo. 
okay. uh, back out. Come on. Okay. Because I, I have some thoughts <laughs> no, good. about Go some conservatives that are moving in who are mm. not bringing the total conservative yes. position with them as they I come. I have some thoughts too. And, hmm. and I, you know, in time, as yeah. I continue to watch <laughs> what is happening, we'll speak out and it may not, people may not like it. Well, but I'm look, I'm a follower of Christ first. Amen. Right. Amen. And so I see some people who are bringing into conservatism some of their views and some of their values that are not conservative, biblically speaking. Hmm. And and I see them being increasingly celebrated because we are into hype too much. Hmm. And I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. It's good. I, I'm, I'm, it's, it upsets me. So, but I'll, I'll save that. I'll save that because I've been trying to, I've been stewing on that for a while, mm-hmm. right? Like just thinking about what I see happening, thinking about how some of these public conservatives identify themselves before they speak. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going, Christians don't applaud that. I don't, I th- do I, not it seems take like that bait. Christians are looking past that. When, I mean, it's like, to does our that detriment. even matter? Anymore, like as long as they're conservative, uh, to can, our we're not getting into that today, right? That's not topic well. For I, I feel like you keep trying to pull us in with the huge <laughs> well, you, cane. You know, I'm just trying to assist to you our detriment. We if we do that, if we do that, that is to our detriment. Yeah, that is that is lighting a match. You know what I'm saying? That you know beneath ourselves, and and I'm, and anyway, I have some strong concerns about that, and I'm I'm watching it very closely. I'm I'm watching who the affiliations. Are are and and who they're made with, and and I would say as a Christian, our defense must always be of the gospel and of the truth. And speaking of that, I'll segue into the point that I was going to make. So I was thinking about um, President Trump in Atlanta and the the launch of Black Voices for Trump and how mm-hmm. important this is, and it's a really big deal. And so there are a lot of Black people who will be called. You there? People realize. Okay. Oh, I'm so, sorry. Did yeah, I cut say out? That again. Okay. There will be called. So th- there will be a lot of black people who will be called coons, who will oh, be called out of yeah. their names for being right. there. Right. And you know that kind of gets old fast. But I think that we don't realize in this country that for a lot of conservatives who are black, for them to speak out publicly and to say, "This is what I value, and this is why I voted this way," is not really a quote unquote safe statement or a safe position for them to have. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not. And I think I think that a lot of people can identify with that and wherever they are, that you're in different places and it's not safe for you to have that position. But here is what I say to people who have questions or who have comments about the way conservatives vote and and how they align. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, When you make a defense of the gospel first, when you make a defense of the of the gospel first, no matter where the pushback comes from people are going to be left scrambling. So for example, if you make it your aim to defend the gospel, always first and foremost, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to put very little fight in defending your political affiliation. Mm, Yeah, that's good. If you start with defending the gospel first, make that your first and foremost aim. Then the little energy that you have left after that goes into defending your political position because there is not a liberal And there is not a Democrat who can come against when you can robustly communicate how you defend the gospel and that you vote in in accordance with the defense of the gospel. They're not going to be able to combat that. 
they're not going to be able to combat that. Right. They will resort to name calling. Yep. All right. They're <laughs> going to have that. Quickly. <laughs> they're not going to give that up. But a true defense of the gospel makes it easy, especially in the era of Trump, makes it really easy for you to defend your political position. Mm. We have to always keep that in mind. All right. Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. We'll grab the break and we'll be right back. members of my own family who would say, oh, I can't believe you voted this way, or I can't believe that you're, you know, that this is, do you know this? Do you know that? Um, Excuse me. What you simply have to do, what I simply do is lay out what I believe is plain in the scriptures Mm. as far as the defense of the faith, right? So this is what I believe the Bible teaches on this, on this, on this. So you could say, you could say human sexuality. You could talk about the issue of life. Right. You could talk about the uh, the the dissemination of the gospel, mm-hmm. being able to do that free, being able to live according to your conscience. Right. And and see, notice that I'm not using a lot of the catchphrases that we use in conservatism because we have to learn how to speak the language where people are. Right. Yeah. So do you believe that you should be punished for believing what is in Scripture and living according to that? Most people are going to say no. Mm-hmm. Most people are going to say no. And so then you run through that and you can do that like very easy and very casually. Right. Like just talk to people, because if, if someone says you're a racist because you voted for Trump, <laughs> you shouldn't you shouldn't be immediately upset and then start defending why you're not a racist. Yeah. Which for some reason we've not been able to shake whenever you defend that you're not a racist. It kind of looks like racist. Like, it, <laughs> right. you know, it's like I'm not you know, you don't need to you just just answer the question with a clear response, right? Yeah. Here is what I believe in scripture. And then lay out what you believe in scripture. And then ask that person a question. So here is my question for you. In which direction should I have voted that best allows me to live according to that conviction? Mm. Now, most people if they're honest, they will tell you that it's not going to be in the democrat direction. Right. If they're honest, but many people that you encounter are not going to be able to do that. So they're going to suggest that, well, you know what? You should have just sat this one out. You shouldn't have voted That's what they'll all. say. Yeah. You shouldn't have voted at all. You're going to, you know, I was, I'll, I'll say this real quick. And then, and then we'll open the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Mm-hmm. 888-589-8840. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition. It's our gumbo show. So everything goes into the discussion, which is why we're talking about Black Voices for Trump happening in Atlanta right as we speak and uh, has prompted the current tangent that i'm on <laughs> i'm Miki. and i'm will sherry b is over in studio cc 888-589-8840 if you want to talk to us we'll talk to you so i i had um right after 2016 i was in the grocery store and a woman walked up to me as we were just kind of on the aisles and you know you just kind of make small talk and i'm a couponer and at the time um i had some of my coupons i was kind of going through so we started kind of talking about couponing mm-hmm. and uh and and she said she said oh my goodness you know she said i can't believe hillary lost she said i cannot believe it and so the automatic assumption right. was that she's a black woman right. i'm a black woman we both voted for hillary clinton automatic assumption right 
And she said, I can't believe Hillary Clinton lost. You, you know, she said, there's so much that's just, I just can't believe it. She was kind of like, you kept saying that. And I said, oh, I said, wow. I said, um, are you a Christian? And she was like, oh, yes. You know, she was like, a, you know, and she started talking about how important her faith is to her. And I said, well, did you know that Hillary Clinton believed that if your conviction about life uh, was on a, a collision course with, you know, a woman's right to kill her baby, quote unquote, then your convictions have to change. And I said, I said, do you believe that babies should be murdered in their mother's wombs? She was like, no, no, we do not agree with that. You know, she was like, Mm-mm, no, we stand up. We, we tell people you don't you don't kill babies. And I said, OK, that's interesting. I said, so so what do you think? What do you think about uh, human sexuality? Do you think that marriage is between a man and a woman? Or can it be between a man and a man? Can it be between, you know, a woman and a woman? Like, what do you think? And she was like, well, the Bible is clear on that. <laughs> and I said, well, that's interesting. <laughs> and, and I said, I said, now, here is my question. I said, do you think that pastors should ever be punished for preaching the entire counsel of the word of God? Like, do you think that pastors should be free to teach the full counsel of the word of God, or should there be portions that they're not allowed to teach like in this country, in the United States of America, keep in mind, we're right there on the cosmetics aisle. This is happening <laughs> inside the grocery store. Right. And she said, yes, they better teach the full counsel of the word of God. And I said, Hmm. I said, you know, I just want to tell you, I voted for Trump by the way. And she was shocked. What? And I said, and I, and I, <laughs> yes, yes. And I said, and you know why I said, for all of the reasons that I just laid out to you and more, I believe that the best option for this country is for Christians to live freely. It's for Christians to have the right to conscience, to be able to live according to their deeply held religious convictions. And I said, you know, Hillary Clinton was not going to allow for that. And I mean, and there are other details that you could go into with people. But as a Christian, when we talk about how we vote now, look, President Trump is in Atlanta right now. And he is going to talk about the lowest unemployment rate uh, for blacks in America in mm -hmm. recorded history. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, last year, <clears throat> excuse me, on our morning show, we talked about a black enterprise article that showed a 400 percent increase in black owned businesses since Trump was elected to office. <laughs> so black people are opening and starting businesses. And, you know, overwhelmingly, it's black women who yep. are opening yep. and starting businesses in the era of Trump. Not to mention the the funding to the HBCUs and all the Come opportunity on. zones and all kind of other stuff. Criminal justice reform. All kind of stuff. I mean, <laughs> all of the things that Democrats talk around, but don't do. Right. They talk around these things and they use certain catchphrases. Right. And then when people start asking questions and drilling down and wanting to go deeper, it's like, oh, and oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Obama phones. <laughs> Handouts. Man. And then so there are no more questions. Look, I worked with an organization. I worked with an organization that fought for parents to have choice, school choice, school choice, mm -hmm. that parents should be able to send their kids to the, the, the school of their choice. Right. And, you know, during that time, there was a huge conflict because President Obama was not in favor of parents having choice. But black parents were in favor of parents right. having choice. Right. So there was a huge conflict. It's like, wait a minute. Why is it that President Obama is not interested in helping black families make gains in this country? And he had choice on where he sent his kids. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And let me say this, too. If you look back, if you look back on the eight years of President Obama, 
if people voted for President Obama and we have people who have admitted to us that they did, mm-hmm. they voted for him because he's black. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Then they voted for him with the expectation that he would do something unique and something special for black people in America. Right. Didn't happen. Tavis Smiley said President Trump is the only president that it will go down in history that under his administration, the bottom fell out of black from under black America. I mean, President Obama. What did I say? Trump. President Obama. President Obama. For his two terms that the bottom fell out from under black America. That's Mm -hmm. what Tavis Smiley said. Now, he was I mean, look, he was criticized for that. Right. But Mm -hmm. Tavis Smiley was telling the truth. He was. I mean, you you don't it's not just a cute nickname to be called the welfare president. To be called the food stamp president. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it is condescending. And and again, you know, it's condescending to say that if you want to pander to black people, then what you should do is increase welfare and handouts. But you know what President Trump has done? And look, and I commend him for this straight up. Without mincing words. President Trump, who's, who's supposed to be categorized as the racist who hates black people, spoke to black people, assuming that they're intelligent. Assuming that they want to start businesses, that they want to succeed in America and don't want handouts from the government. Now, unfortunately, let me say this, too, and this is not, you know, this make people uncomfortable, but you, you guys know me at this point. <laughs> Before President Trump, there are a lot of Republicans who just resolved to the idea that, yeah, maybe that's just true. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's true. We can't, we can't really talk to the black community. So right. it's a waste of time. Like maybe all they want is handouts. Maybe all, maybe the Democrats are onto something and we're never going to be able to get that vote. But here comes president Trump and, you know, people <laughs> refer to him as a bull in the China shop, you know, but I, I think a lot of black voters are like, man, thank you so much for, for telling the truth about who we are. Right. That we want to start businesses, that we have the type of intellect. And I think it's for this reason that it doesn't matter who the Democrats put forth in 2020. I think for this reason that President Trump will be elected again. I think so. Because just as you saw in 2016, there were black people. Look, and guys, understand this dynamic. I'm just, you know, guys, we just be real and raw here. Okay. There are a lot of black people who would not say publicly that they were voting for Donald Trump because allegiance to culture is so strong. It's so strong. And so there are a lot of black people who are afraid to be called an Uncle Tom. They're afraid to be called a sellout, but they know instinctively, they know by experience that the Democrats have not done anything for them. Their situation didn't change. You want to know who made strides? You want to know who made gains in two terms of President Obama? I mean, clearly, you know. Homosexual activists. Sure did. He changed the country for them. They made incredible strides. So it's not that President Obama couldn't make gains for certain groups of people. It's just that he chose the groups of people that he wanted to make changes for. So when he said change is coming to America, he didn't mean for black people, as the black people who voted for him thought. Right. <laughs> right. Y'all don't play with us. <laughs> don't play. Guys, don't play. Don't let these people manipulate you. Don't let these people control you. Their sticks and stones, you know, may break your bones. Although Antifa, they want to kind of, they're coming with that. So, yeah. but their words will never hurt. Don't let their words hurt you. Okay, let's go to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go first? We have uh, Lynn in Arkansas. Go ahead, Lynn. 
Hi. Hi. Yeah, um, I, just want, I just wanted to say that your conversation a little while ago was so timely for me because I was in a, um, a situation with somebody um, working on my mouth and <laughs> um, a uh, periodontist mm-hmm. and a dentist who work together. One of them, I believe, is Christian, judging from the literature in his office. The mm-hmm. other one, I don't know. The one I don't know, we've always had just small talk, you know, the usual. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he said to me the other day, so do you think Trump will get in this time? And I'm thinking, whoa, <laughs> I was just so surprised, you know. Mm-hmm. Since that's a controversial yeah. subject, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know why he suddenly came out with that to me, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm not shy about speaking the truth, mm-hmm. but he's got a needle in his hand to give me the <laughs> major, right. um, procedure, and he gives a painkiller before the painkiller. So there's two two <laughs> needles, <laughs> but anyway, so I, you know. I tried to keep it uh, non-controversial, but when I got home, I thought, you know, I'm going to write him a letter or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I started thinking of all the things that, well, he didn't, I'm leaving one thing out. Later, uh, we had another appointment, and it kind of came out what side I was on, and I kind of gathered what side he was on. Mm -hmm. And then when I decided I wanted to tell him, you know, kind of refute what I knew he was thinking about a Trump supporter. I was thinking of all the things that would show I'm not a racist. Mm. Like, you know, I have this book by Mason Weaver or a book that I got probably <laughs> in the 90s. You oh, know, Lynn. About Lynn. You don't have to live on the plantation. <laughs> Lynn, this is so, I love you. No, let me just say this, Lynn. Let me let me just say I love you so much right now because this I love like real conversation. Okay. Right. And I, I feel like you and I could right now just be kind of sitting across from each other at the table where you're like, man, so I felt like I had to give this list of I'm not a racist. Look, next time this kind of conversation comes up, just tell him Miki's your cousin. All right. Just be like, Miki's my cousin. We grew up together, and then you're you're gonna get a pass. Yeah. Thank you, Lynn. That's a joke. That's not you're not gonna really get a pass, Lynn. But God bless you. Thank no, it's you. the the point that Lynn is making is real deal, right? Mm-hmm. Because people automatically start to assume and accuse you of things that just aren't true. Let's try to squeeze in one more call before we go. All right, let's go to John in Arkansas. Hey John. Hello there. Hey, uh I like I like Chick-fil-A. But, <laughs> uh I wonder, have you done any research Uh-oh. on Popeye? Who owns Popeye? Uh, Burger King? No. The parent company of Popeye was founded by two Christian businesses. <gasps> Stop it. Are you serious? Wait, you Al Copeland? He's a Christian? I am serious. Al Copeland? If you'll, if you'll but- Google it, if you'll Google it, you'll find that's true. Okay. okay. So I, because, you know, Popeye started in New Orleans and it Al was started Copeland, by the huh? Copelands, right? By yeah. the Copeland family. Al, okay, so I didn't know. I didn't know well, Al Copeland we, was a Christian, but we may be having some. Huh? What? Okay. Well, I just I, I will I I tell you, you think what you're talking though, about Chick Fil A. No, oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Oh. I, I'm gonna look it up. 
I didn't. I'm gonna look. This would be news to me. I didn't know Al Copeland was. A, I mean, if he if he was, you know. Okay. So I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I'm let's look, look it, up. it up. Let's look it up. Because and I, I like how was it John that we were just talking to? Yeah. I like how John started a statement saying, "Look, I love Chick Fil A." All right. Right. So so that's good. So you're you're okay. You're <laughs> in. Right foot. You're in. All right. <laughs> so I will look it up. I will look it up. I will check it out. All right. So I apologize to everybody whose call we didn't get to. I got going and didn't realize we had the calls queued up. I'm sorry about that. We're out of time until Monday, Lord willing. God bless.